This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has ordered the military to prepare to evacuate the city of Rafah in southern Gaza, where hundreds of thousands of Palestinians have sought shelter to escape the war. It's the latest move, indicating Israel may soon move forces into the southern end of the enclave. U.S. officials are cautioning against a ground invasion there. NPR's Hadil Al-Shalchi has more from Tel Aviv. President Biden has been a popular figure in Israel so far for showing strong support for the war. But just this week, he told reporters that he found the Israeli operation, quote, over the top. And speaking to NPR, U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield said a military operation in the Rafah area cannot proceed and that it would make the humanitarian emergency dramatically worse. And Pierce Adil Al-Shalchi reporting. Meanwhile, mediators continue to work toward a ceasefire and the release of hostages. At least seven people are dead in Russian drone attacks on Ukraine's second largest city. NPR's Polina Ladvinova has more. Russian troops attacked the city of Kharkiv in northeastern Ukraine with Shahed drones on Friday night. One drone hit a gas station, sparking a fire that damaged 14 houses. The head of Kharkiv Regional Military Administration, Alexei Nyhubov, said the attack killed several people, including a family with three children. The youngest child was seven months old. Kharkiv is about 20 miles from the Russian border. Russian forces target it nearly every week. Sometimes it takes only 30-40 seconds for a Russian missile to strike the city. Polina Litvinova, NPR News, Kramatorsk. Republican Congressman Mike Gallagher says he won't run for a fifth term in Congress. This just days after he refused to vote with his fellow House Republicans to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The GOP wants to oust Mayorkas to punish the Biden administration over its handling of the U.S.-Mexico border. Gallagher was one of the top GOP holdouts. The S&P 500 just reached an all-time high. Unemployment remains historically low, and year-end consumer prices rose less than initially thought. Jim Burris from Member Station WABE has more. Rafael Bostic says the central bank is poised to lower rates as soon as June. But even he's surprised at how quickly the economy has improved. And if it continues, he says, cuts could come sooner. By how much remains the question. My guess uh, right now is that we would move relatively incrementally. Uh, but again, if the, it really depends on the environment that we see. And I'm really open to any possibility. Bostic says the Fed will have to act before inflation falls to its target of 2%. For NPR News, I'm Jim Burris in Atlanta. This is NPR News. Myanmar's military government has for the first time activated a decade-old conscription law, making young men and women subject to at least two years of military service if called up. It's effective immediately. The measure amounts to a major, though tacit, admission that the army is struggling to contain the nationwide armed resistance against its rule and that two years of service can be extended to five during national emergencies. The ruling military council came to power in 2021 after ousting the elected civilian government of Aung San Suu Kyi. 
The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced the nominees for 2024. And Pierre's Chloe Veltman reports two-thirds of the artists on the list are first-time nominees, and many are women. Mariah Carey, Cher, Sinead O'Connor and Sade made the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's inductee shortlist for the first time and Mary J. Blige made a reappearance. These high-profile nominations of women, including women of colour, are notable for an institution that has received criticism for years for its focus on white male artists. On the Kelly Clarkson show just a few weeks ago, Cher expressed anger at being shut out for so long. I wouldn't be in it now if they gave me a million dollars. Are you serious? I'm not kidding you. In an interview with NPR, Hall of Fame president and CEO Greg Harris said if she's selected, he hopes Cher will change her mind. The new batch of inductees will be announced in April. Chloe Veltman, NPR News. It's the Lunar New Year that started today. It's now the Year of the Dragon. I'm Janine Herbst, and you're listening to NPR News from Washington.